You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hey guys, it's me. I'm back. I just felt inspired to tell you a funny fucking story. I'm here for the guys. I'm here for the girls. I'm here for both of you this time. Felt like last time probably just isolated me into a coop of women that fucking hate me. Just kidding. They probably found like this podcast. Oh, I am sexy affirmations. Oh, wow. That feels really good. Positive. Let's see what else she has to offer. Oh, holy shit. Bleaching her asshole. I don't know about this. Well, we'll see. Maybe I won some. Maybe I lost some. But hey, even people that fucking hate you, they contribute because they're still fucking listening. You know what's funny is I have never recorded a podcast after having an alcoholic beverage ever. And I know that might surprise some. Some people might be like, what? I thought you definitely had to be fucked up out of your mind, stone something to record those and expose yourself in that way. But no, guys. Nope. That's not the case. That is just me being my authentic self. No, honestly, it is a what my life consists of. And at this point in time, I just needed something that was mine. I needed something that was all mine where I could be however the fuck I wanted to be. And maybe this is a reflection of how rigid my life has to be in other areas. Uh, what the fuck am I talking about? I can't be rigid. But I try to be. I try. So this is my my space. This is my my space. But not my space. So moving on. Today, we're talking about prom. And I feel like I wanted to tell a story time about my prom experience because I thought it was... It's an interesting story because my prom wasn't like everybody else's prom. So I have two proms. Like, I'm going to talk about my 11th grade prom, junior prom, senior year prom, and basically just the events that went down to make it not your average prom experience. And, you know, I've never really had much luck with events. And as much as I've wanted to be the event E, the event girl and I will say I can put a hell of an event on I am the hostess with the mostest I don't have the mostest yet but when I'm hosting I make it the most if that makes sense (laughs) but events I mean my wedding my wedding I don't even want to talk about it because if I just say my wedding I'm triggered a little bit because I don't want to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. Let's just say my wedding planner can burn in fucking hell. And there's that. So maybe we'll touch on that another time. You know, as I'm talking, I can see myself in the mirror. You little narcissist, you. And I am just reminded of the fact 
that I fucking realized why I always have had eyelash extensions for the last two fucking years. Because wearing mascara gives you raccoon eyes at the end of the day. So no matter what, you're going to look like a fucking crackhead by the end of the day. It's one thing to be going through like a little bit of like a slump, like a depression a little bit. And then it's another thing for you to be a little depressed and then take your goddamn eyelashes away. You know, it's just, it's almost too much, but that's what I have to do right now. If that's the sacrifice I have to make for my family to just in the long run, that is the sacrifice I'll make. And I know some people are like, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. A, B, if eyelashes is sacrificing, go fuck yourself. So I'll go fuck myself. Okay, so where to begin? It was just a little girl, a little, was I a virgin at this point? Was she? Okay. Oh my gosh. Yes. The first story, I was a virgin. So my first prom experience, she was a virgin. And I remember Googling and seeing the statistic of people who lost their virginities on prom night. Had I not been a virgin, I would have been a huge fucking whore. So the fact that I was a virgin is what probably led the situation to be what it was. How dare I? How dare I put all of that blame on me? No, I mean, it's all of his fucking fault, actually. But I'm saying if I hadn't been a virgin, I would have never done such a dumb bitch move because because for this, for some, for some strange reason, when your hymen is removed, you get another part of your brain activates. So when you lose your virginity, science from Jordan, when you lose your virginity, a part of you becomes woke and you're not like this dumb little bitch anymore. You're like, okay, shit, my pussy's woke. I'm a little more woke. I got a little bit of pussy power here. Let's see how I can manipulate. Just kidding. I keep taking drinks during when I'm talking, and so I'm like, it sounds like I'm salivating into the microphone, and I'm really sorry. Sometimes when I get worked up, like I get a lot of saliva going, and I know when my husband is like, what the f- are you like- do you have rabies, bitch? And that's really embarrassing. It is. You know, sometimes- I don't know if you can hear the text noise in the background, so if you can, I'm sorry. I see text from my friends, and I read them, and I'm like, I'm okay, I'm normal. It's good. I- I'm okay. They're fucking crazy, too. We're good. So, okay, back to my story. Where were we? Prom. 11th grade. I remember- the guy who asked me, let's call him Tyler because that was his name and I don't remember his last name so it doesn't matter. I have no contact with him. I have no idea where he is in the world. I don't know if he's alive or dead for that matter. Rest in peace if you are. No, nothing but respect. I, he's not. He's not. I, w- I would have heard if he died. He's not dead. People are like, God damn it, Jordan, just get to the point. Why do you bury yourself with the intro? Okay, so Tyler asks me to prom. How does he ask me, you may ask? First of all, I knew prom was around the corner, and that was for seniors, but 11th graders can go too, but only the people that get dates. 
and I think they had to be by 12th graders, if I'm not mistaken. So it was for 12th grade, but girls in 11th grade got asked too. I mean, shit, they got asked younger than that, not me, because I, I mean, back then, back in the olden days, if you were, didn't grow up in the millennial times, when you're 15, you don't look like Kylie Jenner. You have like an awkward, weird coming into your woman phase. Unlike now where everyone looks like a 30-year-old slut when they're 15. And that's the goddamn truth. These bitches are fucking jail bait out here. And it's nauseating. It actually makes me want to throw up. But let's stop not uplifting teenagers which I said I like to uplift women. They're not women yet, so I'm just going to wait till they're 18, and then I'll switch my attitude. So, this guy, Tyler, he needed a prom date, apparently. I don't know if he was gay, if he wasn't gay, whatever, but supposedly he couldn't find a date. And this group, this group that was going to prom, they were all older than me. No one was my age except one of the girls. This episode is made possible by PWC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Let's call her... Kylie. Let's call her Kylie. Okay. And Kylie ended up actually being one of my really good friends freshman year of college, but I didn't know her at the time. She was really pretty. She still is really pretty. And I'm really pretty, but no, she was really pretty and I did not have the bad bitch confidence that I have today. And yeah, I mean, definitely there was a big glow up for Shirzy. I'm glad I didn't peak in fucking high school, but I wasn't, I didn't know what I know now, okay? I didn't tap into what I can tap into now. I was, you radiate your vibe, and I was insecure as shit. So, supposedly through the grapevine, pathetic Jordan wanted to go to prom, and this guy needed a date. And it was a group that I was like, this will be cool. They're cool. Like they, they have fun. They party hard. I like them. When I when I'm at see them at parties, like that's a good time. They're they're popular. They have a ton of friends. Like this is cool. I'm all younger than them. Awesome. So he like starts trying to talk to me for like three weeks before prom, I guess, so that it's not like weird and random to ask me. And I remember one specifically, so this was a long time ago. I'm 31 now, so let's try to go back all the way to 17. And keep in mind, I did a lot of, like, drugs between, like, 18 to 23. So there was a period of, like, putting my brain on a barbecue grill. So have a little grace for your girl. But what I remember, and I'm... I'm sure this is positive, but I remember him coming over and like back then when you had a boyfriend, it was like you would go and then they'd come over and I couldn't close my door. And then when your mom would walk away, you'd like passionately make out and dry hump and till like, you know, you were totally satisfied and they were totally not. And you're like, bye, 
see you tomorrow. Call me and say goodnight, baby. And they leave and you immediately call them and it's a sick, weird shit. Uh, but no, this guy came over, he watched a movie. People are like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. You're weird. But he came over, we watched some movie and I remember like being like, I really want to go to prom with this group, but like, I'm not really digging his chili. Like he wasn't, I would have never met him and been like, yeah, him. It was just like, I want to go to prom. And I figured as much that he was referred to me as an option of who to ask on a date, not like he met me and fell for me and wanted to ask me to prom, which is what he was trying to pull off as a fuckboy. So, but he got his karma, I guess, because his internal daddy issues played out through the whole fucking night. I'm just kidding. So he comes to my house and I'm like, which one, how did this guy ask? The, the senior year one's even funnier how he asked. Comes to my house, but he watched a movie. He gives me flowers. He opens the door with flowers and he asks me if I can go to prom with him. And I say, yes, take the flowers, whatever. He watches a movie. He's like looking at me. You know when you're like someone's looking at you, staring at you, trying to get you to look at them, to like kiss and stuff? Well, I was like not looking over at him. And at the time, it's because I was a nervous, scared, little dumb girl who, fuck, I wish I had someone tell me how to be a bigger slut back then, but maybe that's a good thing no one did. But it didn't come naturally back then. It wasn't until a guy fucked my life up until he knew how to be a fuck girl. But more on that later. So he's eye lasering me, you know, and I'm like, this is uncomfortable. I wish we could just continue to watch Miss Congeniality till the end. And I'm like, I'm gonna look over. Then the movie ends, we leave, and I just always felt like my mom and dad, helicopter parents, my mom really, were watching me, and so I'm like, they can see me, and he tries to kiss me, and I'm like, mm, no. So I walk over to the side of my house and let him peck me on the lips. He probably walked away and was like, this dumb square bitch, what am I getting myself into? Because my little virgin ass thought that men were still a decent people, that men still, that chivalry was not dead. I was dumb. I watched, I still believed in Disney movies. I still believed in all the shit people told me. And I had no idea that there were these other girls working their pussies and already being giant whores in love, which I saw and knew, but I didn't know what that did. So here I am, and this guy's probably thinking, like, what the fuck? I have the worst date. So keeping that in mind now, I look back and I'm like, no wonder why he did what he did on prom night because if I had to take some square motherfucker around me, best believe I'd be popping some molly myself. And looking back, the only thing I'm annoyed about is that he didn't share with me because I'm a friend of her as well. It's been a long time, but hey, once upon a time, she was on my top eight on MySpace, bitch. People are like, wait, wait, what are you talking about, Jordan? Were your 
uh, to a head, slow down, rewind. Okay, let me tell you. So, prom night comes, right? I have this dress. What does my dress look like? It's strapless. It's ivory, so it's not white. It's not white. It's like cream. Okay, it's cream. It's strapless. It was BCBG. It was cute as shit. And this girl bought it from me like later and then I don't I mean maybe she weren't maybe she didn't but it was beautiful I wish I didn't get rid of it it was stunning thank you mommy for always giving me the best dresses anyways I had this dress we you know you go take pictures I lived in the woodlands Texas so we went to like a fucking golf course or a lake or the country club. I don't know where. And we took fucking pictures. I know his mom, his mom gave me a flask for that evening. She's like, I hope this little bitch puts out because my son fucking deserves it. Anyways, my mother pulled him to the side. I found this out two years ago. My mother pulled him aside, as well as the next guy, both of them, both of them, and paid them, paid them to not have sex with me. Repeat, my parents paid these gentlemen, and you know what? I'm offended. I'm offended that they didn't take the cash and still pork me, but I realize that well, I know that they they all tried, but both of them tried definitely. The first one I didn't know I was cock blocking because I probably would have dumb enough bitch to just let that accidentally happen, but she didn't. Second one I was like not feeling it. I was like nope, passeroni. So the guy picks me up. We take the pics. We do the shit. I give him. I'm from Texas. So guess what he's wearing? He has a cane, a suit, a top hat. Like that's that's what's happening. Okay. And they like they did like the pimp thing or whatever. So we had a Hummer stretch limo. And the thing in Texas is you go to prom and then after prom you go to the the limo will drive you to a beach house at Galveston, which is like an hour and a half away from where we lived, North Houston, the Woodlands, and you stay in a beach house and you party, play beer pong, whatever, go to the beach for the weekend. So my mom was like, you are not gonna stay there the whole weekend. I will let you go and spend the night and I will pick you up in the morning. Helicopter mom. Anywho, so we go to prom. We get in the limo. And I'm very nervous. I'm very, I'm insecure. I don't know any of these girls. And these girls did not try to befriend me. Like now, I don't know, I guess now because I have, I don't know, I know what it's like to be a girl. If I know, it's surprising that because of the shit I talk about, people wouldn't think I'm a girl's girl. But I'm a fucking girl's girl. I promise you, I ride for you bitches. I ride. Hoes before bros. I mean, my husband always, that's my partner, but I got your bitches back forever and ever. But none of these girls befriended me. None of them reached out, tried to hang out, so I'm just going. And they're all tight. Like, they're all super close, friends. Anyways, there was a couple of girls. One of her name, one girl was named Michelle. 
and she who she is a stunner by the way now more now than she was then she was so kind like like really it was like I could tell this little girl is uncomfortable I'm gonna be nice to her I'm gonna ask her to take a picture with me because I was clearly uncomfortable and so anyways I got my hair professionally done my makeup done my mom made it all good I went and all these girls are best friends going in their prom group but I'm this like random bitch and it's like I'm feeling sorry for myself actually telling the story right now. I'm like, poor little girl. So we're in the limo and we're going to go to dinner first. So you go to dinner and it all goes bad very, very quickly. We're not going to even have time for prom number two. We need to get going, shit. Okay, so we go. They're passing around the alcohol. Let me tell you, I started drinking at like 15. I'm like, I started my alcoholism at 15 years old. No, like that was when I had my first drink, okay? But I was not like some wild hooligan. It was like, I was a dumb bitch. I would steal my dad's scotch, put water in it, take three sips and be like, I'm drunk. You know, like we, I was, I was very sheltered. Okay, I was very, very sheltered. But they had bottles. It was like we weren't 17. It was like they were the group that had it all. I don't know how they had it all, but they had it all. So they had the parents who were going to buy the alcohol. My parents were not like that at all. So they were passing around. It's flowing. And I didn't want to look like a pussy pansy. I'm like, yeah, I can keep up. And I like to drink, but I hadn't had it so like free-flowing in this way. Like, at parties I'd go to, it'd be fun. But I, socializing was what I wanted, and the drinking was fun with it. But this was like, they're passing it around, we're doing it, do it. They're passing around a blunt, we're doing it, we're doing it. Which I've loved marijuana for a very long time. Pro-cannabis forever and ever. Love you. Let me tell you, so... At all, it's so sad that it ended so quickly. But ugh, I'm cringing telling you this. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Why am I telling this story? Okay, you're 31. You were 17. You're 31. You, you were 17. We get out of the limo to go into Buco de Beppo, wherever the fuck we are. I think it really was Buco de Beppo. And I feel nauseous. I feel nauseous. I'm going to puke. And I have, I'm in, I'm literally closing my, I'm in another body experience. I'm in her body. I'm in my body experiencing it. I'm in the heels. I feel it stepping out of the limo, wobbling right foot, left foot, cup, plastic cup in hand that I just used as Sprite as my chaser of my fucking what is it? Smirnoff? No, Tito's. Taka! Fucking Taka vodka. Shit, that's the nastiest shit in the world. And I... Oh, I can't even say it. I start... I know I'm about to throw up, and I spit it into my cup. And then guess what? 
I, I drop the cup. I hear people. Oh, this is killing me. I'm dying. I hear another guy in the group. I don't even know his fucking name going. Oh, is she okay? Uh, uh, is ringing in my head. This is trauma, dude. Like, I should be in therapy (laughs) for this. Like, I've never told this story to a therapist. And I think I might need to. Because, dude, it was so fucking embarrassing dude oh my god okay she couldn't handle her liquor she couldn't it all keeps getting worse baby girl this is just the beginning of this horror movie the first bitch just got killed and we got four other sluts about to be beheaded okay (laughs) so Usually when I like go to laugh, I always cut and then like laugh really hard and then keep starting over. Maybe I should keep the laughing in, but that could take a while. So they seat us. I don't even know where the fuck we are. Maybe we were at the aquarium downtown Houston. I don't fucking know. No, that was the next year. That was that was senior year. Okay. I don't even like order. I don't remember any ordering eating. I just remember everyone probably talking shit about me. But on the way to the restaurant, wait, beep, 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 beep. Let's enter this in. Before we get there, before I barf and fuck up, homeboy took some pills. And I saw him take things. And I looked at him after he swallowed them. And I go, what? And he goes, don't worry about it. And I go, I don't care. I just wish you would have shared. That's what I said. And no one fucking offered me shit. <laughs> Wasn't a part of the group. <laughs> Fuck y'all. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so he took a Xanax and a Molly. So that's for me. That's what I later found out because he got in some trouble. He got caught. Yeah, it gets bad. So in the restaurant, I am in the bathroom hugging the toilet hugging it, dress on the ground. I'm just hugging it, puking. Someone comes in to check on me. The restaurant people come in to check on me. Our table gets kicked out of the restaurant because of me making them look bad being the girl sick drunk, not keeping her composure, laying in the handicapped stall floor. These aren't even my fucking friends. Being the girl who's been now in their shoes more times than the one I'm talking about, and you're like, that girl, that, that piece of work, it's, it hurts, it it's, it's, it, it hurts, but these are lessons. And you know what? I'm glad I learned them at 17 and not in my twenties, which I act like I didn't do anything slutty, ugly, ratchet, and sloppy because I most certainly did. But you know what? I have it in my thirties. So boom, shakalaka. <laughs> Bet you've been in your thirties, two years. Anyways. Okay. So we have to leave the restaurant. I don't know what course they got to. I was in the bathroom the whole time, occupied. So we leave. 
we go, we're like, okay, we're going to prom now. And they didn't want to go to prom. We were just like, we're going to go to prom for to see who prom queen and king is, whatever. Go for like 20 minutes, and then we're going to go to the beach house. That's They wanted to party. So they did start feeling bad for me at some point, so I get a little redeemed. The, at this point, they're, they're disgusted. I've ruined their evening. We get to the high school. This is where I get a little vindication. No, I don't at all. It's just now the focus is on someone else. <laughs> he probably was like, this damn bitch, I'm getting fucked up tonight because I know I'm not fucking this pukey girl. <laughs> That's what it was. Shit. He was like, she's down and out for the count. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the other side. <laughs> so... We go into the dance and uh, there's police officers like you have to like go in and I, I don't know why it was so formal coming in but it was and they stopped my date and because he had and he had a cane even like Jesus fucking Christ you get limp but they said his eyes they said he looked fucked up they I don't know if he got caught with something on him but it was to the point where he was not able to walk for his graduation because of this evening's events. So he, I don't know if he had something on him or whatever it was, but his mom, he got taken by the police, set aside. I don't think he was 18 at the time. Maybe he was. I was not. Um, but his mom had to come pick him up. So I'm like thinking right now, did I have a cell phone? I don't even know if I had any communication at this point and wasn't able to tell my mom until the next day. I'm not even, there's no way because I had to let her know. I don't, okay, so we go to prom. My prom date was never allowed into prom. So my dance partner for some of the songs, the slow ones, was never there. The fast ones I didn't really need him for, but hmm, it was interesting and uncomfortable. So there I have a decision. Do I go to the principal, the school teacher, whatever, and get them to call my mommy to come pick me up, or do I go back with these fucks? to the beach house, not these fucks, these people to the beach house, party and go. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm just having to go. I didn't even think I had an option at the time, which now I realize I did. But I was like, okay, so now the only person that I did feel comfortable around has now been taken away from me. There was no goodbye, no what are you going to do, no communication, no nothing. It was, he's gone, he's in like police custody, basically, and waiting for his mother to pick him up, and he's fucked, and he was fucked, it just got worse from there for him. I have to ride back in the limousine, and with all these people, with their dates, so now I'm the only person without a date, 
a significant other, a person they're fucking, a person they're cuddling, a person they're going in the beach with and doing shit with. You know, I had some time to redeem myself from puking McPukerson. Maybe we could have all laughed about it in the morning. But no, it was awkward turtle shit fest because we never got there to the laughing ha 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 because everyone at that point was like, holy shit balls, this bitch, now this dude, now this poor bitch has to just be alone. I, the Hummer limo or the limo had like a back seat or the very last seat had a seat in front and then a seat like in the trunk. I literally, not in the, there was no trunk, not the trunk, a seat that faced the other way. And me and there was another girl who laid in the front of it, slept on the drive up to Galveston. So I just passed out. We get there and uh, basically it was just... Me staying up drinking, talking, I think I played some drinking games, but everyone like went off to end up fucking at that point, which there was a point in time I was like, maybe I'm going to lose my virginity this night, and that that dissipated right around before dinner time, but yeah, my mom picked me up, and it was a sad, sad little story of a stranger at the prom. Senior year... I had a prom date, and guess what his fucking name was? Tyler. Yep, both of their names was Tyler. <laughs> That's not a joke. Both of their name really was Tyler. So this next Tyler, he, you want to know how he asked me to prom? I went over to my friend's house, and how this was arranged, it was similar to the year before. It was the case of my best friend and me wanted to go into the same prom group. We didn't care who our dates were. We're, we were not in love. We were not in relationships. And we wanted to, it was more about the group and who we were going to go with and the beach house experience. And I was like, okay, senior year, I am going to rewrite prom in my head. It's going to have a different story. We're going to black out and repress what happened last year because it was a bit traumatizing, you know, when my mom picked me up from that experience. I don't know if I cried or if I just didn't talk the whole way home, but it was it was embarrassing. But this one, which yes, Tammy, my mother was there to pick me up the next day for this one as well. Me and my best friend. My best friend's mom never had to worry because she's like, Jordan's mom will rang those bitches back in. Don't you worry. She was a helicopter mom. So I all the moms are taking notes. Don't be a helicopter mom or your daughter will turn out fucking crazy. All the helicopter moms with daughters are like, shit. All the men listening, go tell your wives not to be a psycho or your kid could turn out to be like me. Just kidding. Hey, I think there's a lot of wonderful qualities about me. This podcast is just where I get to be the foulest version of myself. So please keep that in mind. So this Tyler, senior year, we went over to somebody's house. Don't remember the name. I don't even remember who my fucking best friend went to prom with. I think it was my cousin's ex-boyfriend. Anyways, that's a whole whole other story of my cousin, who was one of my best friend's boyfriend, cheating on her with my best friend. That's a great story, too. Okay. So I go in this house, and my prom date, who I knew he was going to ask me to prom, had a sign and a blunt. People are like, oh, it's all making sense. This was in the woodlands, too. I'm like, if it's in the woodlands, does it make it not trashy? No, with a blunt and a sign that said prom. It gets worse. It gets worse. 
why was I so, like all of these embarrassing moments are flooding in and I'm cringing again. So that cringing feeling when I was puking in the restaurant per last story, I'm cringing again. So God, she was a nauseous little girl. Let me blame my birth control. So we smoked this blunt. I don't know if he laced it trying to rape me or something. Just kidding. He definitely didn't. But I remember smoking it, and I have smoked cannabis since I was 15 years old. And, like, since I was 15 years old. But I have, or had, at the time, a tolerance that I thought I could keep because it wasn't my first time at that point in time. I was 18. I was definitely doing that recreationally and being naughty. Anywho, we smoked this blunt, and... A little bit after, I guess I was trying to be cool, maybe because it wasn't like a hit off of a little pipe, you know? I think I would smoke weed, but I wouldn't like chief it down or like I could smoke a copious amount. There you go. It was like a little puff, a little puff, a little puff. So maybe this, it was the blunt that just, I was trying to be cool. I was excited because now it was official. We were all going to prom together because the group, was formed by friendships. Anyways, I feel like I'm going to get sick. I feel like I'm going to pass out. I am feeling the feeling of, I'm telling myself I can't die because it's marijuana. You can't die from it. It's okay. You're just too high. I think I'm possibly dehydrated and that I haven't had food and I'm going down. And my friend, my best friend, who I'm going to have her on this show one day, her name's Cassie. She's a badass bitch. She's one of my best friends. I've known her since we were 15. She's basically the reason I tried everything bad in my life. Just kidding. I love you. And she looked at me and she goes, you're green. You're green, like a whitish green. And then I just remember like crawling to the bathroom and puking. And I'm sure my prom date it's all making sense. Everything's making sense. All the rejections, it's all coming back. See, this is therapeutic, isn't it? Now I know why I'm a people pleaser. No, I puked and I'm sure he was like, okay, good start. Who knows if what he heard about me from the prom last year. I'm sure that story circulated. Just a little background story. I did go to a quite a large high school well, I think our class was like 700, just my grade, so pretty big school. I literally just quickly did a Google search to see how many students there were, and there's like 3,157, so I was correct that. I was like, was that our whole school or my grade? And it's like, yes, that was my fucking grade. Big-ass school. I went to the Woodlands College Park. I went to the Woodlands 10th grade, and then the Woodlands College Park 11th and 12th. Anywho, how many times do I fucking say anywho? Way too fucking many. And for that, I apologize. Let's fast forward. So I had a dress. Oh, it was, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. It was um, a BB or a BCBG, one of the two, one of the B's dress. Going dress shopping for your dresses was always so, so, so fun. We would go to the San Marcos Prime Outlets and find a dress or the gallery. It was always such a fun experience. That was the most fun part to me. And then the limo and just the whole experience was fun. It was never to me. It was never like I, I was neither of my dates 
made my pussy wet. And so it was more like I'm going to go have fun kind of thing. I wasn't feeling it for them. All the guys I wanted in high school had a fucking girlfriend. So those little bitches locked them down. And then they just spent their whole high school life getting cheated on. So that didn't sound fun. I wasn't going to do that shit. I guess because I had parents, both of them, who always told me that having a relationship in high school would only lead to heartbreak, that having a relationship in high school would be no fun, that you get married to one person, and our parents, like, divorce wasn't an option, and they, it wasn't like a religious thing where they, they were a couple of faith, my mom was definitely a woman of faith, but it was, they put a lot of work, a lot of work visible work into their marriage and they were fucking rewarded for it what you plant is what's going to come out of the motherfucking ground but they always told me and i always took it seriously when they said have fun now this is the only time you're gonna have fun because after college you're gonna get an std if you try to have fun <laughs> so the lesson here kids is be a slut in high school so that you don't contract a disease See, we learn things for everybody here. But don't be a dumb bitch and not practice safe sex because you do not want a baby. You would honestly prefer the STD, I'm sure, over the baby because the baby's not going anywhere. And well, I guess there are some STDs that don't go anywhere either that are continued to pass on, so they both sound pretty fucking shitty. So why don't you just keep your legs closed? People are like, where is she going with this? First she's saying being a whore. Now she's saying keep my legs closed. I can't keep up. Back to the story. We go to prom. We take our, well, first we take our pictures. I think we took them at this big, gigantic fucking Methodist church. Like a typical big ass mega church in Texas that looked like a stucco palace. I took our pictures there and I remember my makeup Whew. I went, I never wear eyeshadow, so I went a little heavy. So I looked like I had two black eyes that were in the blue-purple phase with a little black and silver in there. And it just, I think, made my eyes look even more poppy-outy with sunken holes around them. I looked in the mirror before I said that. We go on to prom and basically, the story doesn't get any juicier than that, except that I think he definitely was wanting to get laid, and I wasn't going to do that. And let me tell you this part, which I think I said before, is that, again, my mother and father paid this gentleman $50, $50, not even 100 to not have sex with me. And this motherfucker, he wasn't going to honor that but he did take the money and I was the one that was like go to bed by yourself so I just didn't really hang out with him I really just did my own thing drank in a corner had fun <laughs> just kidding <laughs> if anything I look back at these prom experiences and I feel really bad but you know what I've made it up I'm a really fucking badass wife so you know we come full circle we all come full circle I didn't start getting into my freak self until 19 when a fuck boy first fucked me up. That's the beginning of all the fuckery is the first fuck boy in your life. 
And that, I always say I'm not going to tell you what the next episode is going to be about. The next episode is going to be about the relationship that fucked me up in the head, recovering from it, healing from it, and being the bad, and being the crazy cookie bitch you are today. Just kidding. In all reality, guys, really quick, taking it serious for a second, these, those relationships you have, the beginning ones, they shape so much for you and they teach you what love is and they, it's a defining moment. And a lot of it actually comes from our daddy's love, but y'all didn't really like that because my Dada issue podcast is the one where the performance was, so I get it. You only want me to talk about vaginas and buttholes, which is fine. I thoroughly enjoy that. And I'll say about these prom experiences, I do wish that I would have had, like I look back and some people were like madly in love in prom and it was like their mini wedding and then some of those people actually ended up getting married and I am not jealous of that at fucking all and you know from my previous episodes the answer as to why that is. But they were they were interesting prom experiences. I do feel bad for the two men involved, especially I don't know, which one do I feel bad for? Do we feel bad for Tyler A or Tyler B? Hmm, both probably wanted to get laid. I think Tyler A, because Tyler's Tyler A couldn't even walk at his fucking graduation because he was fucking rolling his balls off. But hey, I'm sure he learned a pretty valuable lesson after that. Next week, we will talk all about the valuable lessons, the life lessons that I learned from my first love and why I still I do you know through all that I was so long ago if that was 19 to 21 and I'm 31 now you do the math okay because I'm not going to because I just embarrassed myself what 10 so 10 to 12 years ago this relationship did me a doozy and it's was my first fuckboy experience, but it taught me how to be a fuck girl. So next episode, more on that. I'll see you horny little horn dogs later. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com/live.